With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's been a long road. Getting from there to here. It's been a long time. But my time is finally I can feel the change in the way right now Nothing's in my way And I'm not gonna hold me down no more No, I'm not gonna hold me down Cause I've got faith of the heart Dr. Jess Armine coming to you from Methylation Support at the Center for Bioindividualized Medicine here in Southeast Pennsylvania. Our show tonight is in cooperation with the Institute for Methylation and Bioindividualized Medicine. And we have a special guest on tonight that will take you through the technicalities of uh, MTHFR Support's new website and Sterling's new app. Now, let me set this up for you so you don't have, so I can manage your expectations. Our guest tonight is going to explain um how to download the app, how to look around the app, um some th- some new things about the app, but it's not going to be explaining the new SNPs. Um, that is going to be for a later show probably next week. Okay, but we thought that there's so many people downloading this new app and um, are looking at it and going, oh, my God, what happened? You know, that we could use a little guidance on how to look at uh, the app itself. It's it's very extensive. Uh, it can do a lot of different things, okay, and it's suitable for both lay people and professionals and professionals of any skill level, okay? So... I would like to introduce. Oh my God, my mouth will work. I would like to introduce IT guru Pete Santa Maria. Pete, say hi. Hi there, everybody. You notice how exuberant and, and you know Pete is. So um, I have some <laughs> friends where he lives that are going to use a cattle prod on him. Okay, so he can get a little bit more life into him. By the way, uh, there is a PDF. It's a short one. 
Okay, and it is on on the um, chat room right here. Okay, um, and you can see it on at, at Facebook on mthfrsupport.com, at drjessarmine.com, at uh, nabim.org.com, at bioindividualizedmedicine.com, at my blog, uh, mthfr gene mutation blog. I just threw it on about five minutes ago. It's a short one. It says Google. Oh. It's got some funny letters to it. So it'll take you to this uh, very short and sweet um, uh, PDF that will give you an idea of how to look at the uh, app. So to begin with, uh, Pete, how about we go ask everybody, since they're on their computers, to go to mthfrsupport.com so you can show them the new website. Okay, so... Uh, and I apologize. I am a computer guy, so I'm not going to be possibly anywhere near as um, well-spoken as Dr. Jess Armine because I'm used to talking to computers all day, and they don't—they uh, <laughs> don't have the vocabulary. And few people are. You're right. You're one of a kind, Doc. <laughs> one of a kind. They broke the mold on you. Um, they did. They broke it on me. I'm still got. I still got bumps <laughs> over the head. Yeah. <laughs> um, so mthfrsupport.com. We uh, part of. We have been developing Sterling's new app for quite some time. We decided we wanted a, basically a brand new website to go with it. Um, the old one had. Uh, grown very quickly and very organically and had gotten a little overgrown and a little slower, uh, a little messy, hard to navigate in some places. So we decided we wanted to start nice and fresh, start over, and make it nice and clean and professional. So we spent an additional month just starting with a, a brand new clean site and putting all the content on it in the background. And we switched over the app and the site at the same time. That was fun, let me tell you, being the computer guy for that, staying up until 3 in the morning, making sure everything was running as smoothly as it could. Whew. But um, so if you're – I hope I've given you enough time to go to mthfrsupport.com, and you'll see uh, the new site is much more friendly, much more pleasant to look at. Most of the content, if you've been to mthfrsupport.com in the past, much of the content – is similar, um, just presented much nicer and in a much quicker way. Uh, we redid all the navigation, so I'm just going to start on the on the on the front page of the site. Very simple. We have our welcome, a couple of uh, images that slide uh, uh, one to the next. Just a little bit of offerings, you know, quick links. Below that, our welcome message and some popular links things that people view most often, be it Sterling's app or the um, archives of the radio show, our finder practitioner, so on and so forth, um, and our latest news, which at the moment the latest news is still welcome to the new site because it's only a week old, um, and not too much else to see on the main page. I don't know, if Doc, do you have any questions about it? No, I'm good. Um, but the navigation yeah, is right like, there above I like that. It. I like it. Yeah, we we it was uh, very. We spent a lot of time. We managed almost every pixel on the page, trying to make it look nice and professional. Um, 
most of the uh, most of the content you guys will want to see and hear about is in the navigation right above that image slider. Uh, again, much of it was stuff that was on the old site, just much easier to find now. Under About Us, if you just click About Us, you get a nice little introduction to who MTHFR support is, our history, what we do. Um, and under that, of course, is links to our team, of which Dr. Jess Armine is on that page, as well as a few others. Some frequently asked questions, uh, particularly about MTHFR and epigenetics in general. We have under that the blog, which is our news, where we post news and information, new things we've discovered, announcements we have to make. And, of course, uh, links to the archives of the radio show. Uh, I'm going to skip over Sterling's app for now because we'll spend a little more time on that later. In the shop is a selection of um, of useful and interesting products that Sterling personally endorses. Um, there's not too much I can speak to authoritatively about that. You'd want to ask Sterling about each of these products. Again, computer guy, not a medical guy. Um Let's see here. Beyond the shop, find a practitioner. We spent a lot of time on our find a practitioner page. If you've ever been to the site before, the old find a practitioner was many nested pages and difficult to navigate and hard to find a doctor in your area. The new find a practitioner page is wonderful. It, um, it lets you search based on your zip code or other address. Um, radius of however far trying to find a practitioner that Sterling, all the practitioners on our list are ones that Sterling has personally interviewed and talked to. They know what they're doing. Uh, we've kept feedback from our members on all of them. And if feedback becomes negative, they're not on the list anymore. Below the map, you can see the list itself. Uh, it is a long one. It's It's paged, so if you go to the very bottom, you can See, there are seven pages of, of doctors, and you can go to the next page, the previous page. Um, we have mostly in the U.S. There are a few in uh, Australia that are on the list at the moment. We do have a few in Europe as well. We have to get updated addresses for them, and then they'll be included on this list as well. We have the forums which they're the same exact forums as they were on the old site. And let me tell you, moving them from the old site to the new site intact was a royal pain in the butt. But we did it. Um, general discussion, you've got, you can come ask questions about your report, about general things, uh, about MTHFR, about epigenetics. We've got... Um, well, so people team can come... If I, if, I, if I could interrupt, I'm sorry, because I, I Absolutely. don't know so much about these forums... Um, and I gotta, I gotta say, because I'm forever on the, you know, on the general forum, so people can come here and, and ask more specific questions. Who's, who's monitoring this? At the moment, I was about to say that at the moment it's monitored by um, Istvan Erde, who is one of Sterling's team and in fact her husband. Um, he reads every forum topic. I promise. Uh, might not always get to reply to all of them right away, but. They are all eventually replied to in one way or another, um, and uh, we hope you know we have. Uh, in the past, we have had practitioners come in and out as well to answer particular questions. Doctor Jess, I know you've been on them before in the past and helped yeah, out a little bit. Yeah, usually Ishwan will send me something and say, "Answer this." I say, "Okay." 
Yeah, pretty much. And Istvan, Istvan goes through, basically he, he filters them out, finds things, connects people with their, their speciality and, and so on and so forth. No, he does a good job. And, he does um, a real job. Yeah. And again, you know, he may not, in on very busy days, he may not get to every single one of them, but he does a pretty good job. Uh, and yeah, he mo- he moderates it. He moves topics around to where they're supposed to be. Keeps it all nice and organized. Um, you can see there's a few sub forums besides the general forum. There's the Ask a Practitioner forum, which is currently temporarily closed, uh, just because it can be difficult sometimes. All our all, all our practitioners are very busy. You know, obviously they all have things of their own, and it can be a little difficult sometimes to to connect with them. So we don't want to make promises we can't keep, right? We don't want to say, ask a practitioner and then not have a practitioner get back to you for a week. So for now, it's closed to new posts, but you can still go in and look at all the other posts and the questions that have been answered. And of course, we still try and get information from the practitioners on our team to answer your questions as well. There's the general discussion forum, which is for, as the name implies, general discussion about whatever the app, epigenetics, MTHFR, whatever you've got to, to talk about. There's a specific pregnancy form for issues with um, for issues with pregnancy, as you might guess, and a form specific to Sterling's app where you can go and ask more specific questions about Sterling's app. I should mention that while you can ask questions as much as you want, we cannot give out actual medical advice on the forums. We can answer your questions, um, but we can't treat you in a public forum because it's a very complex thing and we can't really ask you for the kind of personal details we would need to help you in a public forum. So we can direct you to practitioners in your area and hopefully get you in touch with people who can help you, but we can't give you actual medical advice on the forums. Now that's a reasonable thing, you know? Yeah. So it looks realized that the forums were um they should really open up the ask a practitioner thing. You know? Um I'd rather be on here answering questions than bouncing all around. Um Yeah, well that was always one of the problems was uh, a lot of people like to ask questions on the Facebook groups or whatever, you know, all, all the other methods you have to get in touch with us. They would email it Sterling directly, they would go on Facebook mm-hmm. and ask questions in the Facebook group or to Sterling directly. It's it's very difficult to sort of funnel people to the place where we can answer them all at once, especially these days with so many lines of communication and social media. Sure. So that was one of the problems uh, with the Ask a Practitioner thing. I think it really is just a question of getting it a little better organized and we can open that back up again. Uh, I think it's going to be, um, especially as we have more at more practitioners trained in what we're doing, you know, it's going to be a, um, it used to be, you know, very, very um, simple, but now it's uh, very, very, very complex, you know, and um, yeah. just not anybody can do it. Um, and it's I becoming more that, complex uh, yeah, rapidly. <laughs> rapidly isn't a word for it. Um, <laughs> and, of course, if you go to the About Us portion, and I didn't realize that there was a bottom of this, Nope. Want to go to home, is it? Yeah. Hold on. Ah, uh, you were looking at the numbers there we go. at the bottom there. Yeah, at the bottom. I didn't realize that uh, there is 825 SNPs on file, 10,000 uniquely identifiable tags, 
78,000 SNPs and TAGs, and 19,646 reports run and counting. You know, I'm not a computer guy. What does the word TAGs mean? Okay, so um, let me see how I can explain this in simple terms. TAGs, it's it's a a short word or phrase, something that uh, you can attach. Think of it like you're moving and you want to label boxes. This is the box for the kitchen. This is the box to, for the living room. You know, you're, it's kind of like a label, except a tag, you can attach multiple labels to the same thing. So in our system for tags, you know, we have Sterling and her team went through all of the SNPs that she's been researching for the last two years. Uh, and she has researched every single one of them. This is not just some download of some online database somewhere. It, it really is. She has gone through every single one of them, and this is a very handcrafted set of SNPs here. Uh, and But they went through all of them, and they went through the scholarly articles and the research that was available, and they found as many things as they could, uh, uh, phrases, keywords, things like that, that were associated with each given SNP. So, for example, dopamine is a keyword, or depression is a keyword or a tag. Uh, those are just a couple examples of things that, um, you know, they they took all these keywords, all 10,313 of them, unique tags, and they applied them to every one of the 825 SNPs that are, are in the report in one way or another. And that's, that third number, that 78,494, is the total number of combinations. So, you know, one SNP might have of those unique tags on them, which is why that number is you know, almost eight times the... Uh, so I guess the average would be eight tags per SNP. Um, that's, that's the... So total. essentially, essentially what you're saying is that if somebody wanted to, um, that this app has a capability, if I, and you'll show us how to search it in a second, um, if I wanted to look up all the SNPs associated with depression, I would write that somewhere, and all the SNPs associated with depression would pop up, and I'd see the polymorphisms associated Absolutely. with it. Absolutely, yeah. That's exactly correct. Um, and like I said, there are 10,000 easy tag-like keywords uh, so depression is one of them. I know dopamine is one of them. Serotonin is one of them. Uh, Alzheimer's is one of them. Pretty sure autism is one. Of, yeah, autism is definitely one of them. Who am I kidding? Um, you know, all sorts of conditions uh, or or specific things that um, practitioners might look for, or proper names for maybe the uh, and again. Not a medical person, so I apologize if this sounds way off. Proper names for, say, the amino acids that SNP might have code for. I don't even know. You know, I don't fully understand all the research that goes into it. I just make it function and easy to search. Well, that so has been that the, uh, the, biggest, the biggest difficulty in teaching practitioners and lay people. Uh, you know, when I say practitioners, I'm not talking about just doctors. I'm talking about... Uh, healthcare providers of any ilk, you know, right. um, was showing them the polymorphisms, but having to have them put it into the uh, into the biochemical pathways on their own. 
you know. Right. And uh, this one actually um, kind of puts it together. So um, how about before we go through the little bit of a PDF that you have, um, let's go to Sterling's app and let's get all the um, – <laughs> Let's get all the fear out of the way, okay? You know, how, to, how to download this thing. Um, so I apologize, let me start off by apologizing. I know at the moment the Sterling's app portion of the site today is a little slow. We're experiencing real high usage um, this last week and last week. Uh, it will even out. It will level out, and every, it, the Sterling's app portion will be just as fast as the rest of the site. And um, uh, there are a few things I can do to optimize it. And uh, I'm investigating a couple of other reasons why it might be a little slow. But right now, I know the Sterling's app portion is uh, a little on the slower side compared to the rest of the site, uh, which is why I wanted to get that that presentation out there with some screenshots in it so that we could go through it. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, if you mouse over the Sterling's app portion, there's a few things that pop up. You just click on Sterling's app, you end up at a nice welcome page. I've got a screenshot for that. And you can view your past report, order a new report. And there's a couple other options on there. Um, we have a tutorial for downloading your, your genome from 23andMe. Uh, and we've got um, a woman who is associated with us, whose name is, I believe, uh, uh, Leah Aldum, and I may have pronounced that wrong, who... Uh, we'll also, for a small fee, mostly uh, for a small fee, she'll help you go through and navigate your report. Uh, she had done it for it in the past. Um, she's doing it again with this new report, and she is catching up with the rest of us on all the things that are in the new report. But she's much, much more well versed than even I am in the snips that are on it. She can help you, uh, basically, help you navigate through it. She's not, I don't what, believe what, what she's she a, a, a practitioner. Um, to be perfectly honest, I'm not, probably not the one to a answer that question. You might have to ask Sterling that maybe next week. Because uh, I'm not sure of the details of what she, exactly she helps with. But I know she can sort of guide you through the whole ordering process and uh, help you out, you know, what to look for, who to go to, who to see. Gotcha. And it's 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 very it's it, it's advice. It's, it's a helping hand, um, mm -hmm. and she does it part time on her own. She uh, but she is she's associated with Sterling, and she's associated with us. And uh, yeah, it's it really is just a helping hand. Sure. Um, but if we go to that uh, that presentation that uh, I know you put in the chat and and uh, circulated around on Facebook. Uh, there's not too many. This is mostly just, just screenshots, something to keep us all on the same page so that we're all seeing the same thing. Uh, you can skip the just first introductory slide. But uh, the second slide, I took a screenshot of the welcome page. Um, this is the page you get if you follow most links from off the, you know, anywhere else on the Internet from Ooh, excuse me. From Facebook to to uh, links that go out in newsletters, whatever. This is the site. This is the page you'll end up on. And, and it's real simple. Just a welcome, hello, what this is, where you are. 
you can view your previous reports here. You can also start a new report from here. Nothing too exciting, nothing real to speak of, just something friendly put together to say hi. The next one is where it starts to get interesting. If you click the new report button on that welcome screen, you will end up the next one, which is ordering a new report. I'm proud to say this is the only place we've had much technical confusion. A lot of people have been confused about, you know, the the whole, uh, all the snips that are on the new report and everything. This is actually the one, and I didn't, when we were designing this, I didn't even think twice about it. I thought it would be simple. I put so much effort in everything else. And this is where we got the most questions on day one, at least, of how do I order a report. Um, let me start from scratch. presents you with a list of genome files that you've uploaded to our site. <coughs> you can upload a new genome file by clicking on that Upload Your Genome button. You can also drag and drop files right onto that list of files that are there. Either way, it'll upload. We've got progress bars now, so you can see exactly how far along the upload is. No more wondering, you know, did I, is it frozen, is it hung up? Sometimes it takes a little while. I mean, genomes can be very big files, millions of SNPs that 23andMe searches for. So it can take some time to upload. Now we've got progress bars. You can see exactly how far along it is. Um, and I want to draw your attention in that list of files you see there, there's on the very far right there is a column called actions. There are two things you can currently do with each and every file that you upload to our site. One is rename, that's the first action there, one that looks like a pencil. And the other one is delete, the one that looks like a trash can. Uh very simply, you can delete, you know, we're we're trying to keep let me back up a second. Uh another question we got was is my is my version one of the report going to be upgraded to version two? And unfortunately, the answer is because we didn't retain any genome information previously, we couldn't upgrade directly from version one to version two. We just did not have the genome information we needed to fill in all the blanks that are that would have been there, all the new SNPs. So we said, okay, from now on, we're going to let people upload their genome files and we'll keep them. And that's where this comes in. You can, if you don't like the idea that your genome file is out there, it is stored securely, but if you don't like the idea that your genome file is out there, we understand that too. Privacy is a concern. You can delete it. After you generate a report, your report, you can come back and delete your genome if you so wish. It'll be deleted immediately. We won't retain it. Done. The only downside is when you delete your genome file, we can't give you updates as we add more SNPs to the report, which is something Sterling is hoping to do every two to three months, is add more SNPs to the report. So that is the only downside. Um, there may be things we can do, but if you delete your file, we can't give you updates forever. As far as renaming a file goes, the purpose of this is simple. Um, basically, when we generate a new report based on a file, we use that file's name to identify it. And by default, 23andMe comes up with big long name, genome underscore, your first name, last name, full, some chain of numbers. And it's not very uh, friendly to read. 
So we added the ability to rename the file once it's in our system so that you can give it a friendly name, and it can be any name you want. You can see in the screenshot, I've got a couple of examples. We've got uh, Sterling, Sterling's genome file, some test data, and the Lily Mendel uh, reference genome that was put out by 23andMe some time ago. Uh, but, uh, but none of those were the original file name. They were all just friendly names. I, re I renamed them to just for the sake of showing everybody. Make sense so far? Yep. Okay, so once you've got your file uploaded, and this was the part that was confusing people, you'll have to select it. Normally that um, that button there that says generate a report from selected file is grayed out. You can't click on it. It doesn't do anything. Even if you only have one file uploaded, all you have to do is click anywhere on that line with the file. That selects the file. It'll turn that nice blue that currently the Lily Mendel file is selected, and then the button will activate, and you can click it to order your report. Now, I don't have screenshots here of the ordering process, but it really is fairly simple. Um, we have a, a, a nice third-party secure solution for ordering. Um, at the, what's nice about it is previously we were only able to do PayPal ordering, and PayPal has in the past been a pain for uh, some people because it, it does do some funny things and and it asks you for a bunch of information that you really shouldn't have to give and it wants you to sign up for a PayPal account and all sorts of other nonsense that um, we want to get away from just PayPal. So very shortly we should be able to offer direct credit card payment through our site. Hopefully if everything goes well. We just have to go through some setup for that, but probably in the next few weeks. Um, but it really is very straightforward. It's a shopping cart like any other online store. Um, you go in, you can enter a promo code, you can proceed to checkout, fill out your billing information. That'll get passed to PayPal for the moment before we take credit cards, it's passed to PayPal so you don't have to enter it twice. And at the end of the process, there's just one, you can only select one thing right now. It's PayPal. Soon it'll be two credit cards in PayPal. And you continue to PayPal to pay. And when you're done, PayPal sends you back to our site uh, and lets, lets us know that the payment's completed, blah, 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 and your report is generated and ready. So skipping that process, because the PayPal portion of that is completely outside of our control for the time being. Uh, the next slide is actually going back to view your report. Now, as soon as you go through the payment process, you will get an email with a direct link to your report in it. Uh, and you can click on that link, and it will take you straight to the report. Do not pass go. Um, but this, if you're coming back to the site from previously, uh, the view your report option in the, in the menu will bring you to this screen. And this is just a list of reports you've previously generated. Um, you can see I have one of them blocked out because that's some uh, personal data on there. But the others are all from test data. And you can see here there's just a few columns to look at. It's uh, the, the name of the report, which is at the moment the version 2, <coughs> Sterling's version 2. We will be offering version 1 again very shortly as we migrate all the version 1 stuff into the new system. 
Uh, so you'll be able to order version one and version two, and who knows, maybe someday there'll be a version three and then a version four, and oh boy, I wanna, can't wait. Why would you want to order version one? Um, honestly, I can't imagine why. I can't imagine why anybody would want to order version one. Every single snip that's on in version one is on version two, plus three times more, and all the extra features. And it's only $10 more. I can't imagine why people would want to order version 1, but perhaps somebody has a practitioner who doesn't really know all the snips on version 2 yet, who insists on version 1, or I don't even know. I can't imagine why. Version 1 is a little easier to read in comparison. I suppose it you is know? certainly simpler. Just used it to is it, certainly that's all. simpler. Yeah. And it is, it's a known quantity. People are used to it. But you know, it'll be an option. You don't have to select it. We'll recommend version 2 to you, but it'll be there as an option in the very near future. Um, and the next column over is based on. Now, this is where that file name thing I mentioned earlier comes in. You'll notice they're all based on the nice names that I put in in the previous, right? So they're e it's easier to find. If, you happen, if you're one of those people who maybe you're a practitioner who runs a bunch of patients through it or maybe... You're just running your whole family through it, you know, two spouses, some children, whatever. This will make it a little easier to figure out which report you're trying to look at, right, because you can set the name for each file. And, of course, the date, self-explanatory there, and more actions. And, again, there's two actions, the eyeballs to view the report. If you mouse over that, it'll save you report. And the trash can is to, again, delete the report. Again, I'm not sure why you would want to delete the report. But we have had requests from people in the past, please delete my report. You know, some people are very, very uh, particular about their privacy. We understand that completely. If you delete your report, it'll be gone. We, we won't keep it in any way. Uh, it'll be recoverable for maybe a day. But after that, it's gone. Real simple. Um, so you select a report, you hit the view report icon, and then the final slide in here, the report itself. This is where all the interesting stuff happens, and I'm sure this is where most people want to hear a lot about it. So where do, we, where do I start here? Let's start with the layout. You know something? It's, yeah, there's, two, there's two things people should know about. Uh, one that this report is a little bit more dynamic. This 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 area is more dynamic. You can uh, move things around, whereas the PDF is in one big, long line. Okay? Right. Uh, on the right-hand side, if you'll notice, is liver detox phase one. Left-hand side, you see liver detox phase. If you look at the top, it's liver detox phase one, methylation of methionine and neurotransmitter pathways, COMT activity, yeast and alcohol metabolism, transsulfuration pathway. I think we all have to get together and wrestle about the word sulfuration and how it's spelled, but that's besides the point. I digress. Mm -hmm. um, neurotransmitter pathway, glutamate and GABA, and I know glutamate is spelled wrong there, okay, and mitochondrial function. So people should know that when they're looking at this screen on, at, at their own uh, computer that uh, you can run down the SNPs, and that tag, that uh, title will change from 
liver detox phase one to liver detox phase two to met, methylation and methionine. And you can, when it gets to methylation and methionine, you can click methylation and methionine and those pathways will come up. So you can look at them side by side, which is rather cool, by the way. Okay. Yeah, so like over here, over here, you're looking at the CYPs and then you're looking at the CYPs on the right-hand side. Phase two, you're going to be looking at acetylation, glucuronidation, glutathione conjugation, peptide conjugation, and so forth. Okay, and the SNPs for those will be on where you can see them kind of next to each other. Yeah. So, there, I mean, when you're looking at the report, the new report, there are two main interesting parts of it. There's the diagrams on the left, and the thing most people will be familiar with if they've run reports before with us, the listing of SNPs and results on the right. They're just t- table of data. Um, and that's what most people, like that's what people were used to from before. And if you spend all your time there, that's fine. We do have the diagrams made very ably by uh, Miss Cynthia Smith, who um, has worked very Turned hard on them. Turned out to be a good artist, yeah, and is continuing to work on more, even as we're speaking. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to add even more diagrams, more details into here. Uh, as far as you pointed out uh, possible spelling errors, I can only apologize. I, I, I go with what they give me. I have no idea how to spell it. I am razzing you <laughs> to make you, to, make you <laughs> to lighten up the mood, you know? Fortunately, it's pretty easy to change minor spelling mistakes like right. that. Right, that's why we don't worry them. about it. Just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know, hey. Come on, Doc, we can't you all know? have the gift of gab that you have. I wish I had it, man. Well, it's not a gift, not a gift of gab. It's just I want to have a good time. You know? Uh, in any case. Um, so there's also the PDF file that you can download, and uh, it looks like... Um, it's about 50 pages long. So, um, yeah, it is. Yo. They're, they're, yep. it's the thing is said that, earlier that it's getting rapidly more complicated. Whew. Right. So one of the things that, I, that I've been doing for myself and for my patients is telling them to, I think it's page 35 onward, uh, to just print those out because those are the, um, those are are the, the diagrams. Pef- yeah, they're the yeah, diagrams, okay. and then you can go down, you know, then you can have the diagrams in one hand as you're either looking on the screen and get a general idea of what pathways might be compromised under a certain, you know, level of oxidative stress, okay? And I just want to warn everybody that there is a lot of seeming repetition. <clears throat> you're going to see things like COMTs and a lot of COMTs, in several different areas. And the reason for that is because CMT is involved in a lot of different things. So if neurotransmitter pathway, it's going to be in there as well as the COMT, as well as a few other places. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, this is um, the theme with the things we're doing now is that, you know, this is very complicated stuff. All these SNPs are... are uh, they have a very complicated sort of interplay between them. And one SNP doesn't just do one thing necessarily. So it's very important uh, that we get them, you know, in categories that make sense and uh, well understood by everybody who's who's treating people with it. 
this is also a um a precursor to uh, um training practitioners you know the big cry has been the big outcry i should say has been who understands this and who can treat this and uh frankly there aren't that many okay that really truly understand it and um hence the creation of mabim.org uh so right. that we start creating um educated practitioners that people can feel comfortable going to and who understand not only the concepts but um how to utilize them right now there's just a couple interesting things i would like to point out to everybody first of all unlike previous if you're familiar with previous versions of of sterling's app everything in that table of results now is entirely sortable you can sort by SNP name. You can sort Please by keep talking. I'll be right back. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. Um, it's entirely sortable. So if, if you're interested, if you're trying to find a SNP, then you can sort, in alf- sort it in alphabetical order or reverse alphabetical order. Not very interesting things, but it will be useful to a lot of people who want to navigate this faster, who want to find what they're looking for quickly or know where to focus. Um, the one I think I think would be most useful, but I'm not a practitioner, is the ability to sort by your results. So you can see all the ones that you are double positive uh, homozygous for um, right at the top of the list, so that um, you can focus on uh, on your the spots where you're at most risk. However, being said, you know, caveat on this: everything does complex interplay. Really, talk to a practitioner just to be sure. Uh, anyone at most of most of the headings, the one in the screenshot is liver detox phase one, phase one methylation. Uh, there are many, there are several more headings like that in the same color and style as you scroll down through the list. Any one of those headings, uh, most of them have diagrams associated with them. If you click on any SNP under that heading, it will bring the diagram up the same way clicking on the the diagram navigation brings the diagram up. In the future, we hope to be able to highlight specific parts of the diagram to say, you know, this SNP belongs here. Uh, but that's coming down the road still. The other two real interesting things are those two search boxes at the top, SNP search and tag search. SNP search is on the right, tag search is on the left. Start with SNP search because it's simple. Uh, SNP search is, as you would imagine, just the name of the SNP. So if you're looking for COMT SNPs, you can type in COMT in there, and just what will happen is the list of results will filter out to just COMT SNPs, true for anything, whether it's CYP, HLA, a whole host of other SNPs that I know absolutely nothing about um, because I'm a computer guy. And then the tag search is the real interesting one. We talked a little bit about tags, what tags were earlier, but the bottom line there is you can type a few letters of any um, condition. She's back. Welcome back. I was just finishing up talking about tags, tag the tag search specifically. Yeah. Well, that's like if but, you're drinking two, two cups of tea and some water before the show. Bad idea. <laughs> but the bottom line with the tags, we talked a little bit about them earlier, you can put in just a few letters of any condition or keyword that you can think of, and if it's you know, one of those 10,000 keywords in Sterling's research, it'll give you, you know, an auto-complete list of of matches, and you can select one of them, and, and it'll, again, filter out 
the results on the right to just the SNPs that match that keyword. And in both cases, in both the SNP search and the tag search, all you have to do to get the full list result back is clear out the tags, clear out the, the SNP name, and you will end up right back where you started. And they work together as well. So uh, uh, I don't know. Doc, what, what, give me an example of something. If you were looking for, say, uh, depression and a SNP name, you can put in depression in tags and a specific SNP that you know you're looking for in the SNP sure. search, and they looking, will work um, together and filter out. Yeah, uh, depression, C-O-N-T-M-A-O, um, and THFR, uh, BH4. You know, I'd be starting to look at that kind of stuff. So the intent was to make it, you know, easier to navigate through, easier to, to get to what you're looking for specifically. Now, of course, it is more complicated, so people have to get used to it a little bit. It is still all, you know, all the information's there. If you just want to go through it, scroll down through it the old style. But there are now tools in place where you can sort of filter down through the list of results to specifically the things you're looking for, which is very useful considering that the list is now three times longer than it used to be. And Doc mentioned briefly um, downloading the PDF report. What that's useful for is if you need to give your results to a practitioner or you want to keep some uh, for when you're not going to be able to connect to the Internet or whatever. It's not interactive, unfortunately. The PDF does not have a search built into it or anything like that. So it's it's just a static list, very much in the old style of all your results, plus we put the diagrams on at the end uh, for you to be able to look through as an appendix, basically. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it's prohibitively difficult to do dynamic updating live PDFs, particularly without a good internet connection. You know, it's, uh, it's, but, you know, you did your, you know, you've done your best with it. It's not that hard to do once you got the idea. I, I know the first few I went through, um, you know, I was getting a little uptight, but when I realized um, the content of it, it was fine, you know. And the only right. thing that, that we're having a, um, a uh, how can we put it, a nice learning curve is a lot of the newer SNPs that I'm not familiar with, but I have become familiar with over the weekend, you know. Right. So, um, so yeah. I think that... Um, I think that our next step here would be to have either Sterling or whomever um, run through a report. Okay? I think so. What do so. you think? I think that with the uh, audience, so. and I think she somebody was look planning I on it? I can't speak specifically to her mind, but I do believe she was planning on being available well, to you next week, yes. Well, if if not, I, let's let's... Let me put it to the audience this way. One way or another, whether it's me, Sterling, or, or a combination of us, okay, we're going to go through one of the new Sterling reports, probably probably my own, <laughs> okay, and um, I will play devil's advocate with her and ask all the questions about the new SNFs and how they, um, how they fit into somebody's physiology. So uh, one way or another, next week, we're going to bring everybody up to speed, including the practitioners, on uh, Sterling's new app. But let me remind everybody that the people who have had version 1 <clears throat> and um, want to convert to version 2, 
uh, the promo code new report uh, is only good till the 22nd. Okay, and you should uh, go ahead and tell your friends and get that report converted. Okay, because it'll only cost you ten dollars, and trust me when I tell you that that is worth it. It's worth its weight in gold. Okay, so I really think you should uh, consider it because if you've had your twenty-three and me, uh, it's a couple scenarios. You've had your twenty-three and me, and there's a lot of people out there who perhaps the first version didn't cover your particular area, okay, uh, which is what the reason we created a second, she created a second version. Okay, you might find more information in this version, uh, and it's more extensive information, and I'll give you a better idea, or give your practitioner a better idea of what is happening with your physiology. Um, for those practitioners who are learning, okay, also the ones that are experienced, uh, those patients of yours that have hit walls and you're just not sure what direction to go in, okay, uh, understanding the epigenetics, and especially in this particular manner, uh, will give you direction. A lot of times the genes don't tell you what's wrong. They'll tell you where you should point your eyes, okay? And with as complex as the body could be, um, that's worth its weight in gold also. Okay, so um, it may be it may be actually worth it. So tell your friends, okay, that one way or another, we're going over a new report next week. You know, if I have to, you know, cajole, threaten, or one way or another, get it done. So um, maybe I, I don't know exactly the threaten. format we're going to do, huh? So I hope you don't have to threaten. No, but I think what you're I'm going scary to do when you threaten. Say, Sicilian. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Sicilian. You. Uh, but I think I'm going to do or ask uh, Sterling if um, if we can't um, take maybe one of the PDF reports or you know play with it with a with a uh, with a PowerPoint you know so people can get a general idea of how to look at things. Um, I don't think it'd be that hard to do. It may take a little work on our parts, but. Um, People who look at if they can get it statically, they can play with it dynamically. Um, it can be done. It will be done. Okay, because I think people need to embrace this report because this is the best report. This is the best app on the planet. Uh, no other application gives you this, the extensive amount of polymorphisms and the searching capabilities. So it is very, very, very useful and there are a lot of people out there that are still suffering and I would like to see them you know have a little have I'm sorry I would like to see them empowered so that the fear goes away and that we can point our heads in a certain direction and say hey this is where we should be looking you know it's like when we added the mitochondrial snips way back when all of a sudden it's like oh oh, oh there they are now we know what to do. now we know where to go then we had to figure out what to do with it but knowledge is the first um first step I'm looking and, at the uh, chat room. Go ahead. I just wanted to toss out there. It's going to, you know, as extensive as it is, it's going to get more extensive in the future. I know Sterling is already working on the first. Sterling and Cynthia together, uh, Cynthia is working on the diagram, and Sterling is working on the the first new addition to the report, which should hopefully come out in just a couple months. 
which will be a whole new section with I don't even know how many new snips. Um, well, I know she's working on all the inflammatory stuff and and so forth. Yeah. You know, uh, people. It, it never keep, stops. Uh, she's you know, always working. You guys have been listening to my show for a very long time. We started at um, at you know learning about chronic illness and we broke it down to what chronic illness was. You know, that chronic was not permanent, and then we broke it down to leaky gut and. You know, we had a lot of great speakers over the time. You know, we uh, did the How to Read Your 23 and Me Without Going Crazy, which uh, I think I did four or five times. And it was some of the bigger shows that we had. So, obviously, everybody's interested in learning what the polymorphisms can tell them, what answers they can provide, okay? And I've told everybody that, you know, I've told them the truth, that it takes interpretation, you know? And still we see people on the blogs who are frightened by you know, a compound heterozygous, and there are people out there who continue to frighten them, okay? But the reality is that we need to understand it, and we need to put it into the, um, you know, into the overall clinical condition of the person. And it's possible, you know, it can be, it can give you good pointers and let you go, you know, look at things you never thought of looking at before. And let me tell you, more often than not, when I look at the genes, I'm like, hmm, there's something I didn't think about, okay? And it becomes the stone that's been left unturned and what allows people to heal. You know, this plus clinical acumen, plus considering the neuroendoimmunology and looking at mitochondria and looking at cell wall stability, this gives us, you know, a large set of data and really builds up the muscle of our ability to diagnose and heal. Okay, and remember, we're dealing with people who've had chronic illnesses for a long time. You know, kind of a definition, people who have not been able to find answers and we're providing the answers. And what goes behind providing those answers are people like Sterling, who never gives up. Sterling, Ishvan, the work that has gone into this has been nothing short of Herculean. Okay? We're not... Well, I won't say anything negative about anybody else. But it continues to grow. You know, there's lots more in the genome, and this gives us, as clinicians, the ability to look deeper and deeper into the body and find out where the glitches are. And that's what you want us doing. And don't forget that when you consult with one of us, you're consulting with all of us as we talk to one another. We don't talk to Pete so much, but... You know how it is. No, they just get me to do stuff all the time. I am so over. I will, I will say, <laughs> Pete, all I have to say is that during the seminar, I was going to nickname you Ricochet Rabbit. I never saw you move <laughs> so fast and so much in your life that I was going to sit there and go, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> but for those who may not know, Dr. Jess and I have known each other for quite a number of years. I don't even know, easily a decade. And uh, I don't think he's ever seen me in a suit either. <laughs> no, I've never seen you in a suit, of course, with a beard and the flying hair and then the suit. That was rather interesting, you know. Yeah. But I, I know, you know, we talk about somebody in the zone. You know, you were so in the zone. You were you were moving. You know, you were flitting from bike place. I was like, Pete, how do I do this? You'd walk by and go on the computer and it would just work. And I'm like, hmm, the man's in the zone. 
I like it. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't see I don't see any questions in the chat room or anybody waiting for questions. So, um, Pete, do you have anything else you want to tell everybody? Because I think the very a good next step would be um, applying this clinically, and I think that's what everybody really would like to see happen. Uh, the only thing I really have to say is uh, stay tuned. We have a lot planned and a lot in the pipeline. You know, we're we're constantly working. It is a small team, but it's a very dedicated team. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, we we have a lot coming. And you know, the so it's a brand new site and a brand new app. There's a couple of technical issues to smooth over, but nothing too serious. It's a, uh, it's always it's always a little bit here and there. Not to worry. A little bit of growing pains, but no? nothing too serious, and we're smoothing them over. And actually, everything is looking pretty good at the moment. After the first day, things got looking very good. Uh, but yeah, oh, I'm gonna, keep, stay I'm gonna compliment. We're, we're doing new things all the time. I'm going to compliment you and the team because I'm going to mention to somebody, to everybody, that remember that um, people like Pete and Sterling and, and the people who do the research, they're not like they're not compensated by big pharma where they're making, you know, seven figure incomes to, to do this. They started this and do this. Yes. They, they get paid in hopefully reasonable amount or living wage, you know, but nobody can really compensate them for the vast amount of work that goes into this and the vast amount of love that goes into it. Because, you know, when I'm teaching about the, the SNPs, I'll say, look, Look at the SNP. Look at the result. Everything else has been already researched. Don't worry about it, you know, because I know for a fact that it has been done in that manner. And I'm going to tell you something. We can't say that about everybody, but, 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 um, you know, I give my love and respect to Sterling, to Cynthia, to you, Pete, because I, I know how hard you've been working on this, <laughs> you know, and, um you know, I think that dog collar really works because every time you like try and go to sleep, it goes and you go, you know, wake right up. Well, anyway, um, Pete Santa Maria, IT guru, thank you so much for being on the show tonight and explaining the uh, how to how to use Sterling's app. Uh, people, next week we're gonna one way or another, by hook or by crook, we're gonna be explaining at least one report and give you a good feeling of how to look at the report and what the new SNPs mean. It's not, you know, it's going to be extensive. It's going to be a two-hour show easy, okay? And um, we'll keep it down to general understanding, okay, and how to use the SNPs as pointers. Uh, Let me say that if you go to uh, my website at uh, methylationsupport.com, you can go to radio show. And under radio show, on the bottom of the page, you can sign up with your email address and subscribe for advance notice about speakers and topics. And this way you won't miss a, won't miss a, won't miss a beat. Okay. And, uh, we also have a, uh, sign up for our email. I'm sorry, our, um, newsletter, which we're in the process of writing, which I'm in the process of writing. I think we're, we're, I think it's us in the process of, of writing. But anyway, uh, if you'd like to, um, sign up, to have advance notice about speakers and topics, uh, please. Okay, it would be a good thing. This way you won't miss anything. You won't have to keep on um, on Facebook going back and forth. And as per usual, um, 
whatever visual aid is going to be available, I'll try and make sure it's available by at least Sunday night. So we'll be announcing, but look Sunday and Monday for whatever visual aid is going to be available because you're going to need it. Okay, you're going to need it. You need to have your own report. So if you were thinking about it, if your friends were thinking about it, this is a time before the price goes up. Go ahead and convert that report from version one to version two. I promise you, it'll be worth your ten bucks. It'll be worth more than your ten bucks. And if you have an illness that has continues to be hidden, okay, um, this is it makes it even more imperative. So. That's it. I hope everybody had a good night. Uh, Pete, thank thank you again. And uh, I hope to see everybody next week. Yes? Thanks for having me. I guess I should say good night. It's been a long road Getting from there to here It's been a long time But my time is fine I can feel a change in the wind right now Nothing's in my way And I'm not gonna hold it down no more Just remember everybody The reason we started this Was to help those who are suffering Okay We don't like the fact that you're Okay This is taking us in many directions It's been kind of weird It's been kind of hard but there are a lot of people feeling that have something to have for. A lot of people help us out. What you don't see is all the people who support us clinicians with the research with this type of stuff. It may sound kind of boring, but without them, there would be no me, there would be no Sean, there would be no Cynthia. Okay? So you guys hang in there. They're all answers. Don't accept the fact that they're not answers. Okay? There's people out there working on it. And then people is us. Have a good week, people. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.